Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome back to the overnight crowd here on SEN, your home of sport. Crystal clear through the SEN app, of course, and through your digital radio dials. Paul Sebastiani here in the SEN studios with you, bringing you up to 3 a.m. across the eastern coast of Australia, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Well, AFLW finals are here. Big AFLW finals coming up and uh, joining us on the line. Hopefully she can join us more often than uh, than once tonight. But uh, it is uh, Collingwood AFLW star, Chloe Malloy. A very good evening to you, Chloe. How are you? Uh, good evening to you, Paolo. I'm well. How are you? I'm, I'm very well. Did the, uh, did the intro didn't make you blush? It's all okay? We're all okay? Didn't give oh. you too big of a head? No, nah, I always blush around you, though. <laughs> That's what they all say. <laughs> we'll try and keep this G-rated, even though it is later at night. But um, how, how are you going? More importantly, uh, we know that obviously this AFLW season kind of got it kind of got sprung on you, you ladies. But uh, how are, how are you dealing with it heading into finals? Yeah, it did kind of get sprung on us. The you know the back to back seasons. Um, and look, I'd be lying if I didn't say that it's um, you know taking a bit of a toll on my body. Mm-hmm. Um, in, you know, we I chat to you, Paul. I've had some back issues across um, some AFW season, and um, I actually had a little bit of a flare up at the start of this week. So, um, okay. being managed through that, but um, I've done everything I can in the past seventy-two hours to get the body fit and firing. And yes, yeah, super confident um, in the body now. And I just done a bit of a light session yesterday, but um, I think I think it is a um, outcome of the back-to-back seasons. Just that our bodies aren't used to it and we will adapt to it, but it's mm-hmm. just going to be that little um, transition period. So um, I am ready for tomorrow. I don't think anyone's going to be operating at 100% because no. that's just not possible. But, yeah, it's going to be uh, quite a good clash. Okay, awesome. Very good. What about, um, obviously, you, you said you had your, your back niggle. Uh, were you taped up with a little bit on your knee? I think a couple of weeks ago you've had it throughout. What, what's going on there? Not not to not to allude to anything. We're not going to try and give the opposition an advantage. <laughs> well, I hope if they're awake, it's game day. So uh, if they're awake, listen to this. Go to bed. But um, <laughs> you're you're very observant. Paul. I am. I, um, I did have some tape in the Essendon game. I did a did a bit of a Ronaldo slide. And, um, <laughs> stupidly enough, I just had a bit of swelling in the knee okay. just to. Just to top off the season, just to add something to the list of things I've got to work through, but um, that was nothing to worry about. There's no exclusive there, sorry for you. Okay, no, that's no, okay. No, no, no <laughs> exclusives here, I promise. Uh, so how how are you going, sort of with your own form leading into? Do you feel and I'm like just looking at your your numbers, it seems that they've they've sort of been they've spiked up from from previous seasons. I think are you sort of from what I've seen, you're playing a little bit more on the ball and and around the ball and sort of up up high half forward as well. Yeah, and, and that's I am that that's exactly what I've been doing. And with um, you know, two of the league's great players in Britain, Breeze are going down. I knew that I had to um, take on a new role this season, and and I am in playing more midfield minutes, which is probably um, you know, why the numbers are up because you're around the ball, you um, you get a lot more of it. But of course, you got to work hard for that and, and put your head over it. But um, personally, I've just liked that my games um, become a bit more well-rounded in in the midfield, like getting getting possessions and um, putting scoreboard pressure on. Also, um really enjoying my defensive side of the game and it was something Steve my coach had challenged me on is he goes you know we know you can we know you're good in front of goals and we know you can run offensively but um I challenge you on your defensive side of your game and 
Um, I think one game I had 10 tackles and um, have been pretty consistent in that area. So, um, yeah, I'm working on a lot of um, midfield craft and, yeah, that's probably something I'm pretty proud of because I did a lot of hard work in the the pre-season to, um, you know, get myself primed for a new role and um, I think I've executed quite well and hopefully for the next four weeks we'll be able to do the same. Awesome. That's good Good to hear, obviously. You know, opportunity arises when when, uh, when girls do get injured. It's uh, as unfortunate as it might be from... From uh, from Bree Davies and Britt Benici's perspective, it's given you obviously the opportunity to to work on different parts of your game. But your your coach, I mean, he's he's sort of come in, set a new mindset and set new game plan and everything. How how's he been? Not just for for your development, but I think what I'm looking at from from outside and what a lot of sort of outside people are looking at towards the AFLW as a competition. How has he like developed the game plan for you girls, and how have you seen him develop? not just your skills, but your understanding of the game and how to implement, like, tactics out onto the field? Yeah, well, he, he um, he's changed it up a little bit. Like, he, I think he's been at the helm for a few years now and it was always going to be... He, um, he never wanted to come in and change everything just entirely in his first season. So it's kind of been a slow progression and um, I think the way we're playing now suits um, the players that we've got. We, we, mm-hmm. we want to kind of play a bit more faster um, with our ball movement and kind of beat teams... Um, off the back, and he's had a big emphasis on the fact that, you know, defence um, translates into offence, and we want to be a come a coming at team, so come forward at the ball, mm-hmm. and the sooner we can turn it over towards, um, you know, our goals, like the the less time it's going to take to score, or the less, um, you know, ground coverage we have to um, make up to, to get six points, so um, he's come in, and, and he's instilling a lot of confidence um, in, the, in the new ones that are coming through, uh, he backs me in personally and, um, you know, always has praises for me, which which helps with my confidence in a new role because um, I don't really know how to critique myself as a midfielder. But, um, he, yeah, he's he's done really well with the group that we've got and we're playing a style that um, that suits us. And I don't even think we're yet to nail that. And he, he knows that, and he, but he can see little glimpses in our games, um, game style that, you know, we're not far off. It and, um, you know, hopefully this weekend it clicks for us. But... Yeah, he's a big believer in what we're doing and, and, and the girls and, and the team. So uh, that goes a long way. Super stuff. And just before we get on to this, this big final against the Doggies, just on, on your coaching staff and on the development staff that's in the background too, and even even to a to a, to, to, to a further extent as well, the, the physios and, and medical staff that you have around you, I think one thing that we, you know, as footy media and, and as footy fans look at is the management between, you know, uh, AFL teams and men's teams. And the management, you know, and, and, and the list management of, of women's teams. How, how do you think that differentiates and what are the understandings that and knowledge that these coaches mm. that you have, you know, that they impart on, on you guys to understand how you girls operate w- within a team environment? Yeah, well, it's interesting because, you know, we're not full-time athletes and, mm. and also the staff aren't full-time. There might be mm-hmm. one or two that do have another job at the club and do that. So, um it's in. It's. I don't think a lot of people know that. Like you, you spoke about the the staff there and, and the coaches. This is not their full time jobs. Like um, we've got our forward line coaches and accountant has a family and wow. um, we've just got two new dads on the team, Jordan Ruffhead and Paul Turk, who's a strength and conditioning um, coach. So you know they're they're doing as well as they can with lives that they've got outside of it. And we we do the nasty hours. You know, six mm. till nine p.m. and um, they rock up and do that. So. Um, yeah, you know, it's got to, it goes beyond just the players that you see on the TV and, um, 
you know, the stories that you hear are all from the players, but the staff and the people and the coaches have mm. some pretty amazing stories as well. But, um, you know, I think the, the, the culture of Collingwood has really grown and it's it's spread beyond just the playing group and it's gone to the staff and, and to our medical team. And um, we've managed to keep, you know, a lot of people around, which is a sign of good culture. And, you don't, yep. you know, if you don't have to talk about it and you've just got people staying, um, that creates a lot of belief in, in a footy club. And um, the coaches around us are incredible. Um, you know, Jordan Ruffhead for me personally, uh, it was his birthday the other day. Um, Happy so birthday, Jordy. There you go. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> um, you know, he, I love the way he goes about it. He's got a real genuine connection. And um, I think just the experience that he brings from his, um, you know, insane amount of AFL games and a premiership that he's won. So we've got a lot of very, very good support around us, but they also have all these lives outside of it. So um, I think everybody involved in the W program is producing some quality um you know, feedback and mm. development for, for, you know, the time that they've got at the club. Yeah, I think. And final question before we get on to this game. Uh, you spoke about culture. And, I mean, we look at the expansion that's come into the competition and how it's sort of decimated certain teams and, and benefited other teams. And, I mean, are you – I mean, as a player, when you look into that kind of thing, are you a big believer in that expansion is going to affect – clubs i mean because i look at it from the periphery and i think well if you've actually got a good club with great people in there and you're actually working towards a common goal that you don't really have to worry about expansion i think your girls you know are one of the prime examples of that to be honest because you've been you know you've been in since the inception of aflw yeah and you're right like i think expansion threat's not the right word but Mm. um it's more i think what comes down to it is that the we don't have um, a large capacity to earn, um, you know, a, a wage that's... Of course. Like, I think that's what plays into it. Not So the threat of expansion's there, yes, but it's almost a threat of financial support, mm. Mm. Um, you know, and what club can offer individuals. And there's been some, you know, you spoke about the girls that stayed. Um, we had expansion hit this in Season 7, and um, we managed to keep, you know, a lot of our, our girls... On the list, um, and I know that they turned down some massive, massive contract offers. Um, it wasn't that they didn't want to be at Collingwood. It was just that it was life, you know, these are life-changing course, moments that we've, we've never seen triple figures. So there was some offers of triple figures and that, you know, that's a, that's a house mortgage there. That's mm. paying, paying off certain debts. So, um, yeah, it's, you play football because you want to play footy with your mates mm. um, and, and you love it and, um, I know that's why I play, but it is sometimes tricky when you do have this contract put on put on the table for you, and you go, "Wow, that could you know change my life. I could financially support myself and become a full time AFW player, um, and not have to work a second job." So, yeah, it's not the it's not the almost not the threat of expansions, uh, the the threat of uh, yeah the financial side of things. You just keep negotiating harder and harder and harder <laughs> as the year goes on, Chloe, and uh, and and the the golden egg will be at the end for you. So <laughs> just keep at it and keep at it. Um, all right, let, let's get on to footy. Let's get on to, to on field talk. Uh, you've got this game against the doggies, three ten p.m. Vic Park home crowd, home home ground. Uh, you're probably chomping at the bit to get out there. You've got a pretty decent record against these uh, Footscray girls in the last three. We do, we do. I actually was just looking at the um. The preview um, of you know the last times we met. Do you read the previews? Do you? I do. I <laughs> am, um, 
Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.